I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Are you tired of being dead? Come to the Hi-Viz Tower in the Rodney Marsh. Unpaid work placements available now. Keep yourself busy and give your afterlife meaning with menial tasks, swamp cleaning, carrying things, interior decoration, play readings and drama workshops, open mic nights, recreational activities. You'll have a skeleton of fun. Just ask for Eric Sanguinius, resident necromancer at the Hi-Viz Tower, because the afterlife doesn't have to be after strife. And welcome to episode 11 of yeah. Hell or High Rollers. Yeah! Indeed. Oh, eager Beaver. Eager. Yeah. Very nice. I'm Dave. I'm your GM. Welcome, everyone. And let's go around and say hello. Chris, say hello. Hello. Also, just a side note, we've gone back to the order now. Yeah, we have. Hello. My name is Chris Lees. Can I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a barbarian Goliath? Uh, a little interesting thing about Glubrick is on one of his adventures that he had before he died, um, he came across another traveller called David. And mm-hmm. David was a young boyish boy <laughs> who carried a sling. And let's just oh. say David is a prick. (laughs) David Uh is a compulsive liar. Um, He is dishonest. He's awful like a a bin. And uh, in fact, when they met each other, they only met each other for one day and they had a lovely time. They they chased sheep. They they screamed at clouds. They played pebbles. They had a lovely time. And the next thing he knows, he's made up this rumour that he killed a Goliath when it's not true. He's not a hero. He's a tramp. Wow, that is is Mm -hmm. a canonical myth mismatch of just so many brilliant things. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, that was amazing. That one, didn't you? I did enjoy it. Oh, I think God. anything that's, that dunks on religion, I'm a big fan of. 
But you don't like ham wrestling tournaments. No, pigs fighting pigs with dead pigs is uh, could be a religious thing. Yeah, if it becomes if there's a cult or a religion, it was for charity. That's not a religion. (laughs) (laughs) Adam, what's your anti-religious fact for today? (laughs) Because I have so many of them. Obviously, (laughs) I'm Adam Megiddo, and I play the role of Eric Sanguinius, the necromancer who lives alone in the Rodney Marsh in the High Viz Tower, and who's been forced into all sorts of theatrical endeavours against his will. His um, movie franchise, by the way, thanks for asking, uh, (laughs) is going very well. He's now moving into ballroom dancing so that we can get the slow step. (laughs) (laughs) That's it from me. (laughs) He's becoming more and more coy as the episodes go on. Eric's Eric's evil laugh really cracks me up. (laughs) It's the crowd and laugh. Hi everyone, I'm Ellie Morris and I play Ghoul, who is a five inch tall sentient mushroom creature. I mentioned in one of my intros previously that Ghoul had a, a ladybird pet um, mm. that he had accidentally sat on and killed. Mm. But I didn't mention the name of that pet because I forgot. But the name of the pet was the, the Baron von Hesselbach. Um, oh, nice. And he's hoping that, you know, since since the Baron von Hesselbach is dead, that he might run into him in hell. It's possible. Oh, wow. Maybe I'll, he was an evil ladybird. We maybe. don't know. I'll make a note. <laughs> That's what I'm we'll asking. Find out. Hello, I'm Henry Shields, and I play Henley Whispers, aka the Gorse Whisperer. <laughs> ah, it took me a second. Got it. Yeah, nice. yeah. It's a thinker. It's not a laugher. It's a thinker. <laughs> it's somehow a quick and a slow burn. <laughs> yeah, the worst of both worlds. <laughs> Human ranger, trend setter, otter petter, in joke getter. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets all in jokes. <laughs> He claims to get all in jokes. Anytime anyone says something that is an in joke that he's not part of, so he good. fully acts as if he was got it. Can you say that one again? It was so entertaining. I think entertaining. I know like ten of those people. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I'm kind of one of those. People. But does he think that he actually does get it, or does he just is he? No, I think he. I think Henley is fully aware of every one of his shortcomings. And on that, let's begin episode eleven of Hell or High Roller. Yeah, keep it on. So we last left our happy boys in Thunden's private oak tree house. I think, you know, I'd be fair to say that, I don't know if you'd agree with this, Adam, but Thunden and Eric were flirting over... Yeah, definitely. I think it was a very very um, powerful moment it really was for Eric and he didn't expect it at all no and I don't think he's been in a relationship for a very long time I think he's had some unrequited love sure I don't think he's ever really been in a relationship well this is very exciting for him however that moment was short lived as Eric just completely disappeared Mm. in the middle of the room and we heard the distant call of Tootsie McJingles beckoning (laughs) Eric to a rehearsal and Thunden is left alone in the room with the rest of the happy boys asleep and Thunden says "Uh, guys 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 wake up wake up wake up what's wrong wrong? Uh, my love your friend uh, Eric uh, he uh, just uh, uh, he's just disappeared what there was an annoying voice like a a kind of nasal guy uh, said he's got to go to like a rehearsal he's just gone he's gone a nasal annoying voice yes McJingles 
yes, uh, yes, that must be it. Yes, he's the guy. Tootsie McJingles took him, so he's taken him. Kid, he's kidnapped him. Well, he's rehearsing the play. Does this happen often? Is this a normal thing for you guys? Or first time? No, it doesn't happen often. <laughs> and as you say that, Eric reappears in the room with the voice of Bye, Eric. Oh God, uh, Thunden! <laughs> I need a shower immediately. <laughs> oh, you have no ideas. I will never get those hours back. Please, Thunden uh, just casts Create Water and just dumps ten gallons of water. <laughs> I arch my back as if in flash dance. <laughs> Thunden is flushed. Oh, the, the less said about that, the better. Now, to the plan. <laughs> no, you just disappeared. What happened to yeah, you? Yeah. I have a very demanding director. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. So you were rehearsing the play? Yes, he's a method director. Wow, I don't yeah. know what that means, but apparently very traumatic. Very, very traumatic. It means he adopts... The method of speaking to me as if he treats me as if I'm the character. <laughs> That's what a method director is. So that would be a director who's just constantly like, where's the actor gone? Like, who are you? Get out of my rehearsal. Yeah, that's yeah, a be, nightmare. It was, believe me, a nightmare. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, the less said about that, the better. Now, to the plan. Did someone say jam? <laughs> oh, it's a plan. Oh, right. Sorry, do, I got do you want some jam? Ears. Um, what kind of jam is it? It's just like regular tasty jam. Before we all get derailed immediately, <laughs> <laughs> let's get the plan. I'm so pleased to have you all on board. Uh, okay, so in order to destroy the reactor, we need to put a bomb on the core of the reactor and just overload it. Now, the bomb doesn't need to be a big bomb. It doesn't need to be a fancy bomb. We just need a, 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 some kind of small explosive device. The only issue I have at the moment is I, I, I don't have one. <gasps> Are you okay? Is this is this a campestry thing? Can I help you? Someone! You have a, you have an explosive device. Oh my god! Of course you do. What do you have? Yeah. And Ghoul reaches into his little pouch and brings out the grenade. Ah, oh, the the Ned from episode one. The Ep one Ooh, grenade. That's and a long, he holds yeah, it's it in going his back. Hand. Yeah. Been holding that for a long time. And he goes. <laughs> well, this is this is perfect. This grenade is it's it, this is all we need to 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 overload the core. Really? M How much will you give me for it? Okay. <laughs> I don't think, uh, maybe maybe don't sell it. Uh, maybe just, just give it because it's it, it's you know going towards our mission as well. All right, Lubrick, you really know how to get me to do things, don't you? And then I look at Henley <laughs> and I just nod very slowly and say, "I do, Gaul. Thank you for appreciating me." <laughs> What? <laughs> and Thunden, Thunden, pulls out a, uh, Thunden pulls out a knife and just cuts the air and just goes, Tension. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Throughout this now, you have to find different knives for different moments. Attention. Okay, this is the plan knife. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, listen very carefully, because I'm only going to say this once. However, I just sorry to ask. Yes. Have you, have you, have you done something with your hair? <laughs> oh, uh, well, uh, while you guys were sleeping, I had a, 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 a short blowout. Yes. Cast, I, cast a, a, I cast wind, gust of wind, and made it warm and blew out my hair. It's got a bit of volume. Thank you for noticing, Eric. It, it looks wonderful. Thank you so much. Ha have you done something with, with yours? I uh, just covered it in water. Oh, it's so glistening. And sh the plan, I'm so sorry, I've, I've become distracted again. Okay, the plan. So, we must we must get to... Uh, please, Glubrick, please. Please, it's serious now. You're doing lovely. Okay. So the first thing we have to do is get to the reactor, okay? The fastest way to do that is by the monorail. We hop on board. We hope they aren't running security checks. We get off at the platform and we enter the reactor. Once inside, we will have to split into two teams, okay? Team one will head straight for the reactor core through the main corridors. And team two, team two will go down the waste passageway, okay? The what? The waste passageway. Waste. Waste. The va waste. Waste. Oh, the waste. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I forgot you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> and when you go down that passageway, you will get also to the core, but the core will be very heavily guarded. So I will need team two to create a distraction to draw the security forces away. And team one will go down and plant the bomb. Any questions? Uh, what team will you be in? I will be in team one planting the bomb. Amazing. That, I, that's exactly what I thought. You thought I, you would, would do, me in yes. team one? You in team one? Well, I, I just thought when I, when you were talking about that plan, I thought, hmm, that sounds like a, I sound like a real plan one-er. <laughs> a, a, a plan one? I like that. Plan one-er. Okay. I'd, I like that. Maybe we should be called plan one-ers. <laughs> yes. I'd, 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 okay, you and I are much. plan one-ers. Okay, great, <laughs> great. All right. I'll head up plan two, team two. Team two, great, great. Yes, Glubrick. Um, I'll go team two. Yes. Team two. Henley, Henley nudges Ghoul, little, a, a little knowing wink and a nudge. And I'll go in plan one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're joining te- Team Fun? Yeah, I felt like a one or two. <laughs> uh, gr- uh, fantastic. Okay, so it's it's it's, it's oh, me and, and God, Eric. Uh, Ghoul, that... Uh, Henley, what? No, what? no, never Why mind. Why are you nudging me? Never mind. I, uh, okay, so it's me and the, the Mushroom and uh, and Eric and, and Glubrick and Henley. Now, Glubrick and Henley and Team Two, would you like guys like to take the tension knife with you? We'll be fine, we'll be fine, everything's fine. So without any further ado, if there are no questions, I, I think we should just get cracking, head to the head to the monorail. Boiler suits on everyone. <laughs> oh yes, of course oh, you we, have your we disguises. Have our boiler suit, so maybe that'll help us get past any security checks. Oh yes, I'm sure I'm sure it will, yes. I don't I don't have one, but uh I, I will I will just blag it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God we got these boiler suits and it was a whole sodding episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah, no. I don't actually have a boiler the suit i just have this hat that's okay you're small enough you ghoul you well you're, you're going with team one so yes you can slip in the bag in the, bag. the toad bag you gave me mm. yeah the toad bag but yeah. isn't it only toads can go I think he only works in toads. he's a toad stool Oh my! Nice loophole. Yeah, great, <laughs> great loophole. Yeah, that's a good loophole. <laughs> great. So you could store as many toads as you want, and as many toadstools as you want. Yeah, the yeah. very right. good. All right. Okay, great. I'm just enjoying doing this so much it's now. It's really, really good. Thank you so much. <laughs> and when you're, just, and when you're describing a, a plan to break into somewhere, I get such brilliant Hans Gruber vibe. Yeah, from <laughs> <laughs> sort of the, the the sort of anti-hero yeah. of the whole thing. <laughs> so you set off into the sinking city uh, in search of the monorail station, keeping your wits about you, keeping your eyes peeled for bounty hunters and those that are hunting you through the city. As you arrive at the station, the train is ready to depart and you board the train. And it looks like it, it's been kind of scrapped together out of discarded metal and held together with some very rudimentary welding. Mm. As you board the train and you find some seats, the atmosphere is tense and silent as a few lowly devils keep their heads down and keep themselves to themselves. A few minutes pass and you see out of the window the decaying slums below the central plate of the city. Lower devils are scurrying around, scrapping and hustling for their lives and heavy air fills your lungs the closer you get to the reactor. You hadn't noticed until this point, but the soundtrack to this layer is a gentle, constant rumble. And the only reason you hear it now is because you're getting closer and closer to the reactor. The train tracks shake and you feel the rumble of this mechanical beast and it starts to shake your bones. All of you look over to Thunden and she has a steely look of determination on her face, but you can tell she is nervous. Someone roll me a d20. 
Six. After a few minutes, the door to the carriage bursts open and two dretches enter in sort of makeshift security outfits. It's like a muscular, it's like a sort of horrible gorilla beast looking devil Oh, wow. Thing. Okay. Mm. And it just says, check your passes. Oh, Did no, we have not, passes? of course, not a problem. I have my pass right here. G- give me a moment. And I, I walk up to the guy and I, uh, I, <laughs> I fumble around in my pack and I try and create a distraction for as long as I can while someone else does something. <laughs> very, very good. good. Knowing that Henley's got this covered, we've, we've watched <laughs> him intently. Yeah, just waiting for okay. him to do something. Okay, sure, yeah. I, uh, I, I you got your pass. Fumble around in my in my boiler suit. I whisper to Thunder, don't worry, he's a genius. <laughs> I fumble around and I pull out a random potion from that I took from the Chaos Guy's Dungeon. Remember? Oh wow! Okay, yeah, from the all those episodes ago. Yeah, and okay. I just throw it in their faces. Spray Whoa! it. Oh, we just go for a random potion in the face. Yep, fantastic. Okay, <laughs> and I say, "Here's my pass, <laughs> you dretch bastard." <laughs> okay, very good. So roll me a d20 to see what happens and you're trying to spray both of both of the guards right I assume like, yeah like in a, in, a, in a swiping motion I scatter the potion in both their faces okay great I did. that's a natural 20 oh okay uh, you splash this potion in their faces and they're just like what's going on what's going on what's happening what is happening to me what's no I can't believe this no 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 <laughs> and they have shrunk both of them to the size of tiny little hamsters oh. and their, their security guard outfits sort of fall and these hamsters are stuck in, in their oh. little security guard outfits oh can I uh, r- ruffle around in there and pick them up one in each hand yeah open a window of the train I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, see you man I open you a train it. window and I say you shall not pass and throw them out <laughs> and Thunden turns to Eric and just says yes I I see he is quite capable, but also quite cruel. Genius, but misguided. Yes. It's gone very well. Well done. It's it's gone certainly better than my friend Dave thought it would go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that that section is over. Can I, can I, thought, chat, can I chat with Thunden? For yeah, because I thought we'd be here for like 20 minutes, maybe Great. more. You know, oh, just got, Sometimes we get stuck on the simplest of things. So, um, Thunden. Yes. It's a beautiful name. Where Where is it from? Uh, it's from uh, Neverwinter. Neverwinter. Yes, that's right. What an extraordinary land! It is wonderful. Yes, I, I grew up in the in the swamps outside of Neverwinter. It's it's just outside. But when you say where where it is, everybody's like, I don't know where that is, so I just say Neverwinter. That's easier, isn't yes, it? Yes, so much yes. easier. Like, you, where are you from? Well, the, uh, I was born in the Rodney Marsh, so I too am a bit of a swamp boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you play in the swamps when you were a child? Oh yes, yes. When I was permitted to. P- permitted to. Uh, very, uh, uh, very challenging family dynamic, you I could see. say. Eric, if you if you don't mind me saying, you you, you seem quite nervous. Uh, nervous? Me? No, 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 no. It it is okay, Eric. I I I too am nervous. Are you? Yes. You just seem to have this grace about you, like you sail through life, uh, uh, unaffected by its trials and tribulations. You you own a tree in the middle of hell. Extraordinary, extraordinary woman. You are, uh, this is quite, quite, quite wonderful. You're, are you a writer as well as a performer? Oh, well, I died. I Dabble in ink. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> sort of you're writing spells at the end, but and yes. I've tried poetry a few times, but it's not so great. Oh, you tried poetry? Yes, I, but I, I, I dabble. I dabble. Well, I would love to, to dabble. 
You would like to dabble with oh, with you? Oh, well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to dabble with you. I, I, if you have any poems, I would I would love to. Oh to, yes, to to read them. Oh, in fact, I'll read you one right now. And, I would be thrilled. And she ruffles in her bag and pulls out a poem and says, <coughs> "Okay." Oh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It was a stupid idea. Stupid. I, did not, I, 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 I won't read no, it. I didn't, no, I didn't. It's a brick. You, yes, you no, had it's a bastard. No, <laughs> I'm allergic <laughs> to tiny people. I yeah. just think <laughs> I, it just. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to be sitting no, so it's close. Okay. No, I, 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 I feel was sick. The, the smell of it is making me wretch. Yeah, yeah so I'll, I'll uh, go and sit over here. No, it's it's okay, Eric. I was distracted. Uh, it was stupid. I, I want. No, part. you're right. It was foolish. It was a reckless idea to to think that we could exchange poetry when we're about to blow up a reactor. Yes, let's get back to the mission. Back, yes. back to the mission. Henley okay. says poetry is just lyrics for people who can't play instruments. Don't don't you do poetry? Yes. Don't you have a book of poems? <laughs> Look, I, I I'm that which others won't say. Say, what can I say? <laughs> and so after a few minutes, the uh, the kind of awkwardness of the exchange kind of settles, and uh, we uh, we focus back on our, our task at hand. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll put on the security jackets and trousers with the pass. Yes, yeah, have an extra one. Good. Do you want? Uh, do you want? Maybe we could fashion you a tiny outfit out of Yeah, this. I would like that. I feel a bit left out in this fucking bag. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Can I? Henley tears the uh, collar off the remaining security guard boiler suit. Yeah. Uh, roll me, I tell you, roll me a sleight of hand check. You'll, you'll be able to do it no matter what, just to determine how good it is. Okay. That's 19. 19, Ooh. yeah, it's really good. So I'm it's able to fashion it perfect. into a tiny little out- yeah. outfit, a little guard, uh, security guard outfit for Ghoul. And Ghoul, you- Ghoul, your outfit looks so good that I think you're going to have to be in charge. <laughs> well, thank you, Eric, and I accept that responsibility wholeheartedly. Put it there! <laughs> <laughs> I love how Ghoul's becoming more of a sort of, like, 40s car salesman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so the train rumbles on and you enter the shadow of the reactor and Thunden stands and says we are here and looking at Thunden you can see she's uh, now more nervous than she was before even more uh, because of Eric but also you get the sense of what you're about to walk into is super scary yeah she stops just before she hops off the train and just says if we succeed or fail I just want you to know I'm grateful for your help it is hard to do a lot of things on your own and I am thankful that you're here with me and she Mm. steps off the train and as you file off the train you cast your eyes up and for the first time you realize just how immense this reactor is if Minoros had a sky the top of the reactor would be in the clouds and walking down the platform you begin to hear distant screams of processed souls growing louder and louder and louder and the walls and foundations of this reactor are made of fine metals and clearly a lot of care goes into maintaining its structure and its upkeep as you pass through a set of large, open, metal, high-tech looking doors and into the main concourse. Thunden turns to you. Okay, this is where we split up. Team one. Uh, sorry, plan- planners. Planners one. Yes, the oneers. The oneers. The oneers. <laughs> my apologies. Yes. Uh, the oneers. You're with me. And team two, you are that way. And Thunden points to a stone tunnel that leads into darkness. The tours. We're the tours. Right? The tours. Yeah. Number twos. You want to be the tours? It's Klubrick and Henley. It's just the two of us. The two the two, the tours. Yeah, two tours. Uh, and Thunden looks at Eric and just says, a pair of number twos, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Henley walks over and says, yeah, hey, hey, pair of number twos, pair of number twos, like shit. <laughs> I was well, yeah, kind of a cruder version of what I was going for sure. No, I, I gotta go anyway. See you later. <laughs> so Thunden starts walking off down the main concourse, and Henley starts walking down the, the stone corridor. Come on, uh, Glubrick. So I'm coming. Someone roll me a d20. 
11. 11. We are going to stick for now with the Wonners. So we're going to follow Team 1. Oh, I see. You follow Thunden through a series of corridors that twist and turn left and right, and the growling of the reactor begins to unsettle you. You pass through clean-cut metal corridors and high-tech-looking dials and equipment, and as you move through the corridors, you walk past several lonely and downtrodden-looking devils, all keeping their heads down, moving furtively, and they pay you no attention. Suddenly, Thunden stops in her tracks, quickly ducks into a nearby alcove. There it is, the main security door to the reactor. (gasps) And looking ahead, you can see a huge metal door adorned with bolts and massive rotating locks, and in recesses by the doors hang two huge suits of armour, limp and lifeless. In front of it stand two orcs and one spined devil, and it looks as though the spined devil is giving the orcs a dressing down, and you hear, You fucking idiot, you lost your fucking keycard, you're just as bad as the other one, and just when I thought you two couldn't get any more fucking stupid, you know, you know how much these cost to replace? If you if, if you need to get through the doors, just use the intercom and I'll let you through, but you have one job, do not let anyone other than me through these doors. Fuck's sake. And the spine devil turns and with a wave of their hands, the door begins to shudder and shift and huge green symbols appear and twist and turn and the door crackles and begins to open. The spine devil walks through and the door slams shut and the bolts lock into place and these magic invocations glow green and they lock and they fade away and the door sparkles with electricity. And the two orc guards look sheepishly to one another. One says to the other one, Thanks for covering me. And they return to their guard positions either side of the door. Oh, what's their story? They're they're lovely. Well, you can't find out because you're not in Team 1. That's very true. But you can listen in. And we're doing a tour. (laughs) So, we could do something to do with the key cards, or we could uh, use the intercom, uh, uh, or use the fact that the Spine Devil has access. Those are the three ideas that I have. I could disguise self and become the Spine Devil. Yes, that sounds good. And, 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 (laughs) I could do the voice, because I know exactly what he sounded like, and it was this. All right, you two. Why are you being so rude? <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. You know, I, I think if I, would, I was scared for a moment there, I thought, oh, shit, the spine devil is here. Really? But you believe it? You. Yeah, I thought it was, I, I mean, whether the orcs will believe it or not, I don't know. To be honest Do with you. Do you want to have a go? Uh, sure, I'll give it a go. I feel you, like you're going to be quite good at it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Who knows? You fucking bastards. Well, why don't you just shut your mouth and give me that fucking key card? You know what? I'm better. Yeah, and you know what? It's more fun if you do it, you know? <laughs> Very well. Let us wait a while. Okay, we wait. And while we wait, we cut over to Team 2. Um, did she say that? Because you did that in a German accent. Does she, does she say, while we wait? Yeah. She just like consents. Yeah, she, she goes, another storyline yeah, somewhere in the world. Someone else does something somewhere. Goes, <laughs> while we dot, 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 Dave, mm, yeah. we make our way over Very to Team good. 2. Making your way down the stone tunnel, you come to a set of steps that descend down into darkness. The first thing that hits you is the smell. It is rank with burning metal and the darkness of burnt out souls. The tunnel is straight and it leads on for a few minutes as you fumble around in the darkness. From the shadows you can hear strange noises, almost as if you can hear something or someone breathing near you. You reach out a hand to steady yourself and you realise that you're right up against the wall. There's no possible way anything could be down here with you. Perhaps it's just your imagination. Perhaps... It is not. Like something strange is going on here. Henley, are, are you just breathing really loudly? I thought you were breathing really loudly. Well, well you are. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was. But it doesn't. 
but it doesn't sound very similar to to, to the, the the loud breathing. I think I mean, the it's wolves, hard to tell the difference. There's a lot of loud breathing going on, and you're doing at least fifty percent of it. You're doing for fifty percent of it as well. I have a very soft breath. I've been told. breathe now. I'm. This, that's quite soft. <sighs> no, <laughs> you're vocalising. Because I was worried you couldn't hear it. Well, now well, you don't so make quiet. noise. We're, we're trying to ascertain whether... Look, you're, we're getting away from the point. We've we got a mission. That point. mission is to find out why you've been such a bitch to me. That's not our mission, That Dubrick. is. I have you've not, been so cruel to me. I haven't been cruel to you. You nearly killed me with a bow. You nearly got us all killed, Kubrick. Better to die by that bearded, bladed, bearded man than it is to to to, to have me pumble you. Pumble you. Is pumble a word? Pumble. <laughs> Pumble. I know what I said, Henley. Pumble. <laughs> you don't want me to pumble you. <laughs> so it's, it's it, anyway. We've got to move through these breathing walls, Glubrick. Yes. You need to think about your place in this group. You need to think about whether you really belong with us. All right. Do you have a purpose here? If you can't fight, if you won't fight, and you're nothing more than a liability. And Henley walks on ahead. Great. And we cut back to... Well, not great. Very sad and upsetting. But <laughs> we cut back to team uh, one outside the door. You didn't even to did you? Sad and upsetting. On we go. <laughs> and then you cut back and Thunden is just like, oh no, something sad and upsetting has happened. Anyway. He's um, <laughs> amazing. He's great. Uh, back to here. You, you guys have the plan ready? I can just stay here in the alcove. Yeah, but then what are you going to do? Stay here forever? No, I'll come in with you once you get through the door. Right. Oh, I but see, but the guards will be the there. Guard? Okay, I'll have to be part of the cohort. Yes. Okay. Um, You'll be our prisoner. A prisoner. Yes, I could do that. Uh, perhaps I might need some acting lessons from you, Eric. Uh, no, oh, oh no. shit, it's prison time. <laughs> how, how was that? It was very good. Thank you. Thank you, Ghoul. Did you like that? Very good, yes. Okay, I've got it. I'm in. Let's let's do this. Um, Ghoul, also, if you get a moment, ask them for their pass cards. Yes, yes. I'd like to have a look at one of those pass cards in case we need to create the illusion of it in the future. I cast Disguise Self mm-hmm. and look like the Spine Devil. Very good. And as you're approaching, are you... Are you so let me get this right. Ghoul is going to speak. Ghoul is uh, in a tote bag. Yeah. And okay. therefore he's going to be my voice. Yeah. Yep. I am looking like the spine devil and I'm escorting Thunden as our prisoner. Very good. Are you okay. moving your mouth like being a puppeteer? Yeah. Like, like a ventriloquist dubbing. Uh, that's exactly... We're going to play a game of dubbing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Okay. So what do you say as you approach? We've just... I mean, I... I've I've just gone round the back. <laughs> oh, boss, boss! And I'm here now. No. <laughs> you are you right, boss? I ate a bug. Oh, not one of them hell flies. Let me through. And roll me a performance check. <laughs> but roll it. With, you can roll it with an advantage because you're you're doing a silly voice. <laughs> silly voices always get, have advantage, don't they? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay, 22. Yes. 22, yeah, that is... He, they, they buy your performance and they um, look to... One of them looks to Thun and it's just like... I thought you said not to let anyone else through the door, boss. Who's this? This is my prisoner. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to kill him. <laughs> you, you're going you're gonna to kill him, but are you toying with him, boss? Yes, punch him. You want me to punch him? No, punch yourself. Punch this guy. Who, who, who are you putting to? Aren't there two of them? Yeah, yeah, there's two yeah, of them, yeah. Yeah, I'm putting the other guy. Oh, you, 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 you want me to punch Drayden? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Roll me another performance check, because that is a, a weird thing for him to ask him to do. <laughs> oh, I got a three. You can roll it with advantage, oh, still. Oh, fine. I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no, he says... 
Uh, he looks at Drain and he's like, something isn't quite right here. And it, now he's suspicious. So he's okay. going to, because he, he's going to investigate Disguise Self oh, no. with yeah. an insight check. And he rolls a natural one. Hey. So he looks in and just goes, all right. And he just turns around and just lamps the other the other orc and just punches him right in his, oh, oh, well, oh. Well, that shows you. I'm not quite sure what it shows me, boss, but all right. Let me see one of your passes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the one that just got hit is just like, yeah, yeah, uh, here, you go, here you go, boss. Yeah, you. This is this is the second time, boss. You know, I know, I know, I know, he lost it, but here you go. Is is my pass? Thanks. You know what? You're fired. <laughs> I'm, I'm what? Fired? You're fired. <laughs> what do you think of coronation? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, Okay, yeah. Um, and he just slowly walks off. But whilst all this happens, I'm, I'm sort of gesturing. I love how you guys are always unnecessarily cruel. And yeah. then when the result happens, everyone goes, oh. <laughs> you didn't need to fire him. You didn't need to make the other guy hit yeah. the other one. But I, I panicked. <laughs> and then there's, there's like every, every time the happy boys get to any situation, they're like, I smash his face into a wall. Oh, but now he's dead. <laughs> I know. But okay. we're deep in character. We're yeah. Deep, yeah, yeah. deep undercover. But all of this, all the time this is happening, I'm sort of making gestures like... Let's go through the door. Gestures. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the re- the remaining guard who hasn't been fired just hits a button and the door starts to unlock. And he turns to you and just says, "You, you, you need to you need to release the magic lock, sir." Um, I do some really big nodding. It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not magical, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want anyone? You can roll me an arcane check. A nineteen plus. Four, 23. 23. With your 23, you are able to realise that the orc that was just fired can open the door. Japes and jokes! <laughs> it is amazing to watch Ellie playing ghoul, playing a fake devil, yeah, yeah. and channelling the, the different levels of voices. Also, incidentally, the uh, the two orcs are called Japes and Jokes. No way! Yeah. Yeah. The one was called Drayden. Yeah, Drayden Jokes. And Drayden jokes. <laughs> yeah, the Drayden. I, I, I sort of uh, cough into the bag a little bit. Uh-huh. The, the orcs, the orcs, we need the orc back. Yes, yes, japes and jokes. Yes, yes. Japes and jokes! <laughs> <laughs> it's just a jape and a joke. Come back! You, you want me to come back, sir? Yes! Return to your post. Oh, so I'm not, I'm not fired. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Cool. And I'm, I keep gesturing yeah. towards the door. Um, so, fun's over. Haha. <laughs> um, may we get through the door? Uh, yeah, of, of, of course, boss. And you, he waves a hand in front of the door, and all the green incantations glow and turn, and the doors uh, start to unlock and shudder, and they open in front of you. And you guys presumably walk through? As, as quickly <laughs> as we can. Well, and I'm making the gesture, like pointing at my eyes, then pointing at their eyes as in I'm watching you and they they look pretty scared they're just like because this this interaction for them it's past but it's been weird for them oh, and the other weird, guys it's been weird for all of us yeah is, is not sure if he's been fired and as you step through the doors they slam behind you and all lock into place and all the incantations glow again and at a desk inside the door the spine devil looks up and it's just like hello oh and we cut to team 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Two, and after a few minutes of walking through the tunnels, you spot a faint flickering light at the end. Oh. And as you move towards it, you see that the tunnel opens into a huge underground warehouse and the roof stretches like 50 feet overhead and the edges of the room are shrouded in darkness and shadows. And the warehouse is littered with dozens of mechanical constructs, some piled neatly and some just strewn across the floor. And they appear to be in varying states of disrepair. Some are being like gutted for parts and others look like they've seen heavy fighting. At the far end of this huge room is a huge set of cargo doors that reach all the way to the ceiling and behind these massive doors you can hear and feel the growling rumble of the reactor core. And in front of these doors, sat in a small pool of light, are four barbed devils playing cards. Four, that's quite a lot. We couldn't deal with one before. Okay. Okay, Kubrick, Kubrick, into the shadows with me. Okay, so the idea of this is that we need to get rid of them so we can get into the reactor is that right just find a way through that door Gubrick. i think we'll have to get rid of these four but we shouldn't use violence why not They're because i devils. might hurt you though i don't mind about them but i might hurt you Gubrick, we have to find a way to control your rage otherwise you're useless but that's what i can't control it right now so that's why i shouldn't go into rage why don't we just go and calmly speak to them and just ask them to leave the room for a bit they're devils <laughs> they're not gonna do that their job is just not do that i think you're very negative sometimes henry if you just ask nicely and just say please and thank yous maybe they might be like you know what? i'm gonna do that guy a favor i'm gonna i'm gonna leave all right let me try Glubrick, please don't do that <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, works <laughs> um okay well all right henry whatever you want to do i guess all right, Glubrick, we'll, we'll, we'll try it your way. Bloody fantastic! And I just walk <laughs> off, big, like, wide arms. Is that like a confident stride? <laughs> if you're a, if you're a cartoon character, out. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we both stroll up doing the biggest sort of cockney wide boy walk. <laughs> Hello there. Looks like you're playing a game of cards. <laughs> this is literally happening. Henley's going yeah. <laughs> like, Hello. Oh, in that case, the guy's playing cards. It's like, Hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are playing cards. But, mate, you could do me a big old favour, could you, mate? Yeah, what do you want? Well, I was just wondering in my little TikTok, my brain, if you could just, like, go outside for ten minutes, please. You want to go outside? Please, no, and thank I'm playing you. cards. Oh, well, you know what? Why don't we move that table outside? You can play cards outside the <laughs> door, my matey. Why do you want me to move outside? Look, I'm not, not sure that's the tactic. Okay. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Bloom, 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 second. What are you playing? Why are you telling me to hang on a second? What's going on? Oh, it's, it's all right. We're best 
best friends. Yeah, all right, me old China. Oh, my old What's China. China. My old China. My old China. <laughs> no, you're my China. China. You, all right, boys, do you mind if we join your game? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> all right, we, always, we, we sit down. Yeah. Pull up, a, pull up a crate or whatever it is we're sat on. Yeah, why not? Are they, have they got a drink they're drinking, something? Yeah, they've got like sort of little tumblers of, of, of the sort of devil equivalent of whiskey. Okay, and they're pouring it out of a, a single bottle, I guess. Nah, they got a carafe. A carafe. Yeah, he's a classy oh, boy. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Chaps, pass the carafe round, would you? Oh, right. Yeah, get his geyser a carafe. Okay, I take I take the carafe. Yeah, and I do a sleight of hand something. Okay, you, but you're not telling me what it is. No, well, it might not be necessary. So I'll try it and see what happens. Can I, I give it. him advantage on this by making suddenly an alarming move? An, an alarming move. Yeah, what's the alarming move? Oh no. Okay, Just roll me a performance <laughs> check. <laughs> so that's the idea that everyone looks at me like, oh, what's wrong? You know, kind of. Yeah. Ten. Ten. Yeah, you do not have advantage. Okay. Everyone's just <laughs> confused. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry no. about that. That's the kind of thing that happens now and then. Okay. Oh, it's a natural one. Oh, you drop you drop the carafe. Oh, I drop the carafe. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh, you um, fucking donut. I am. Oh, you I bloody idiot. idiot. What are you like? Sorry, Chad. Sorry. Tell you what, why don't you have a bit of mine? And I pull out my flask of my, my one remaining random potion. Oh, you're like offering that as a as a just a drink. Just gonna go for it. And I'm gonna be like, Oh, you can't do that, Terry Toplop. You can't you can't give give them your special drink. Your Ter- mum gave you that Terry. Terry Topplop. <laughs> Terry Topplop's drink is for everyone. Hang no. about, hang about. He's hang never about. shared Come Terry Topplop's mum's potion. What is it? What is it? Oh, drink. What is it? <laughs> I didn't say potion. I didn't say that. No, 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 no. He didn't say that. It's Terry Topplop's wonderful whiskey drink. Don't you love it? Don't you, Stephen Sideways Ham? <laughs> I bloody do. I'm always aching at the sides in a positive way. If you're happy to share it around, then we'll just pour it in the tumblers. All right. Okay. I pour a little bit in each of the four. Is it for three of them? Four of them? Four of them. I pour in each of the four tumblers and uh, and I go, there you go, lads. Cheers. And as you say cheers, we cut back to the (laughs) oneers who have made it through the door and you are now stood face to face with the spine devil who you are currently disguised as. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck you now. Who are you? What? Who are you? Who am I? Uh, I'm the fucking head of security. Who are you? Eric! Eric! (laughs) And who the fuck is that? And he's pointing to Thunden. It's it's a prisoner. A fucking prisoner? Fucking yes! Hang about. Are you copying my fucking voice? How fucking dare you? Blindness! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Okay. Cast blindness. Always casting. cast in a panic. <laughs> Always casting blindness. In a blind panic. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So, so you're casting blindness. Yes. So the spine devil is going to roll a constitution saving throw. Yeah. And it rolls a natural 20. Oh, Ooh. And I'm going to say with that, the spell is reversed yeah. and blinds go. <laughs> Oh. It bounces off his devilish eyes And he's like You fucking try But he can't see you He's, He yeah. thinks it's Eric You fucking try and blind me You daft knobhead Okay I'm going to cast Web And try and pin into the wall Great okay So as you start to You know move your hands In the motion of casting Web Setting up for the spell Thunden picks up On what you're doing And she immediately Also casts Entangle Entangle Oh it's a match made in hell Entangle <laughs> In a web oh, And so the spine devil Is going to roll 
a strength save to get out of Entangle, and it cannot get out of Entangle, but it's also going to roll a dexterity save, which it also fails. So Web and Entangle combined make the terrain difficult for the devil. So even if the devil manages to get out of the mines, he's still got to make his way through the web. So you've now kind of pinned this devil to the wall with Web and Vines, and Thunden turns to you and says, like, really great, uh, great, 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 great webbing. Good, good Entangling. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm going to look around the room and see if I can find anything. Okay, great. So, uh, yeah, why not? So as you're, yeah, as you're looking around the room, you find on the wall what we would in this world recognize as a fire extinguisher. But this was a gift given to us by the wonderful Holly. Oh, from Patreon. Thanks, Holly. And this mm. is the fire distinguisher. Ooh. And this is an item that sprays foam like a fire extinguisher, but it doesn't put out fires. Instead, the foam reveals any hidden magical items or anything being concealed by illusionary magic. Ooh, that's, that's a cool. great idea. And it causes them to glow with a magical flame. And if you want to use it, basically you roll a d20 to determine the area that the foam covers. Nice. So on the wall, you find the fire distinguisher. Fun. Let's, oh, let's take that. Yeah. Thank okay. you, Holly. Thank distinguisher. you very much. Distinguisher. It's a good name as it's a well. Great name. I love yeah. it all. Well done, Holly. Um, and Ghoul just says, thanks, guys. I mean, I, 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 I could have taken him, but, but you did good. <laughs> oh, Ghoul, you were absolutely, you took that hit for us. I mean, if, if Eric and I were blinded, I, I would have been so scared, but you, you were, you were very brave. Oh, thanks. And then, so you cast the same spell. That's great. That's, that's, that's. Oh, so, 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 in, intuition, you know, I had an intu- I thought, I saw you doing something. I thought, well, Eric, I better help Martin. Yes, it, it was as if we, we'd completed each other's sentences. Didn't we just? Yes, we did. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you know, that's never. I've never. Uh, that's never happened to me. To me before. <laughs> uh, we should. We should head to the reactor core. We'll yes. Yes. Let us. Uh, mm, let us question this devil further and tangle to the wall. Oh, sure. Yes. What's What's beyond there? What's in the core? Oh, wait. Fuck off. Oh, all right. <laughs> I tried, I tried, but he's, he's impenetrable. He's a tough, tough devil. It's very difficult yeah. to get past, you know. What other security checks will we face? Oh, yeah, you have fucking see if you want to go through to the reactor core. You fucking see, mate. Oh, yes, will we? Give us your pass. In fact, he's tangled and, and tied to the yeah. wall, so I'll search him to try and get the pass off. Take the fucking pass, you're not going to get out of here alive. Why not? Me. Mate, you'll see what's down there. You're going to get fucking crushed like an ant, mate. I don't believe you know what's down there. I know what's fucking down there. You don't know what's down there all right look at that folder on the table all right and i do nice <laughs> you reverse psychology and, uh, you open the folder and you find a list of 20 beasts R- right i want to test you what will i find down the corridor go on all right you got five bearded devils oh, all right five L- yeah lucky guess go on five chain devils yes Two pit fiends. Oh, yes. You want me to keep going? No, no, that'll do. What's your name? My name is Sergeant Papercut. Well, Sergeant Papercut, I guess this is goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And if anyone asks what's happened to Sergeant Papercut, I'll just say, I'm sorry, he's all tied up at the moment. (laughs) And Thunden laughs uncontrollably. She is beside herself. This this is literally the happiest moment of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I just take a moment, I close my eyes and take a moment and breathe it in like, this is is great. And she's just so pleased. She wipes a tear of joy away and she's like, shall we go through to the core? And you you hear echoing around the reactor uh, building. From a distant laugh of Henry. <laughs> Good one, guys. 
<laughs> and uh, Thunden says, meanwhile, I think some games are afoot. And we cut to... <laughs> Uh, we cut back to the tours. So you're handing out, you've handed out the potion, and I said, "Cheers, great." And uh, and so, are you are you drinking the potion, or are you... I'm going to pretend to drink my last little bit of the potion. I okay, I, I don't think I have a cup. I'm just kind of watching this all happen. Okay, okay. And so, yeah, all all four of the maintenance guys are just like, "Oh, and bottoms up," and they just shot this this yeah. potion in the tumbler. And a potion could it, it enlarge them. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Well, how does it feel? That's how I feel right now. Let me just shuffle this deck of cards for our next game <laughs> and roll me a d20 20 oh, same exactly. as last Another natural yeah. oh so you turn them into tiny hamsters yeah I guess the same same spell <laughs> so you get um, <laughs> what are you doing it's going to be what about John what about John they're not they're, they're just saying random cockney words yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Henley stands up and says, "There you go, Gluebrick. You see, that's what happens when you try. That's what happens when you make an effort." And he and he goes around to each of their now piles of clothes and he picks up the devils one by one and says, "Look, you have to do something. It's not enough to just not act." He picks up another. You have to take action. I like you, Gluebrick. I do. I really do. And I want you to get out of hell. He picks up the third and fourth devils. But I have to save my son's soul. I'm not kidding around anymore. And if I have to, I'll leave you behind. And he claps. And he just squashes oh. all four hamster devils into each other. Oh. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Oh, that is savage. That's really savage. Oh, um, I hear what you're saying, Henley. I hear what you're saying. And we walk through the doors. So as you guys push through the cargo doors, these is where our oneers and twoers finally meet. Team one, you walk through a huge set of doors onto a catwalk that overlooks the reactor. You're about 60 feet in the air on a huge kind of sturdy catwalk. And you look down and you see team two come through a huge set of cargo doors on the floor and you guys spot each other. And the walls of this huge chamber are made of sort of blackened metal and scorched and cracked by this intense heat generator by the reactor core. The floor is slick and thick with an oily substance that seeps from the walls and the ceiling is just completely lost in darkness. The room is dimly lit by these flickering flames that dance around the edges of the chamber casting weird eerie shadows everywhere. In the centre of the room stands the reactor core. It's a, a massive construct of iron and hellfire that pulsates with this eerie red light and you can hear the screams of the damned as they're being processed. The core is surrounded by a network of pipes and conduits it's the channel energy produced by the core to other parts of the layer. The reactor core is guarded by a well-armed security force of chain devils and hellhounds and huge metal constructs glow with hellfire, all of which stand ready to defend the core at all costs. None of them have seen either team yet. The air in the chamber is, is thick and smells of sulfur and brimstone and the heat is unbearable and the sound of the reactor's core can be heard all throughout the chamber. It's this constant low hum that seems to vibrate through the air and the room is filled with sounds of clanking metal and hissing steam and energy from the core is being channeled all around you. And you guys walk in, both teams see each other. <gasps> hey guys! Oh, oh, oh no, shh! So as Gore walks into the huge chamber and says, hey guys, the entire security force guarding the core just snaps a look up to the catwalk and sees Eric is no longer, because you've cast another spell. Yeah, my so concentration's you're no longer broken, the so I'm no longer the spine devil. Yeah. So they see an incredibly handsome man. An incredibly handsome Eric and Thunden. One of the guards at the side of the group shouts something in Infernal and everyone in the security force's head, all in unison, just snap and 
turn and look at Gluebrick and Henley. Oh, you are on the same level as them. Shit. And the lead chain devil just says, Yeah, they are. And they all just sprint after you. Did you get that? Did they something to say something friendly? I, 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 I don't think it's friendly, Gluebrick. Come okay, with me. Come with go. me. Okay, we duck back into the room we just came from. Yeah. I, 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 I take the lead. Gluebrick following me, I hope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I, and I run and just immediately do it, duck to the side so that we disappear, hopefully from view of them. Through the big kind of cargo doors. Yes, yeah, so we go through the cargo doors and immediately to the sides. So yep. They're behind us. They can't see us for a second. Yeah. And I take out the remaining little tiny bit at the bottom of the potion. Okay. We now know what it is. And... I pour it in Glubrick's mouth and then the last bit in mine. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. And so you guys turn into the size of little hamsters. Fucking hamsters. <laughs> we don't turn back, do we? I don't know. It yeah. won't be permanent. So from their perspective, we've just run into the room and disappeared. Great idea. Turned into some clothes. <laughs> we, oh, I'm going to lose my trousers. So oh. yeah, you've fallen and you've fallen out of your, because everyone's, the guards fell out of their uniform. Yeah. So you fall out of your armor. You lose all your equipment. Oh. As does glue brick. All oh, sorry, your, my okay. skin. We can, we can, I'm yeah. great. We can pick it up after they're gone. It's fine. We'll Let's leave it here. Yeah. Guard doesn't come along. <laughs> And go. Oh, they're nice. Okay, so now we're now we're tiny, or we're just going to duck inside the nearest construct and hide there and hope they will run past. Yeah, I'm going to say you 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 do that as they kind of pour into the room, and as they're running into the room, we cut back to the catwalk, and Thunden says, "Okay, I guess that's the distraction. Now's our chance. We have to go." Yes, that's it. I'm coming with you. And Thunden does. Yeah, Thunden does that really cool thing on a massive sixty foot ladder where she grabs either side and puts her feet, <laughs> and she just slides the full sixty feet to the ground. <laughs> of course I'm going to have to try that. You want to try it? So roll me an acrobatics check. Acrobatics? Yeah. Oh my and are you taking God. Ghoul with you? Oh, it's just, I rolled a three. Oh. <laughs> just falling <laughs> 60 feet. So with with a three? Yeah. Yeah, you just stack it and fall straight off the catwalk. Oh no! <laughs> I get a, can I cast Featherfall as a reaction? Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, Featherfall will slow your... He's got Featherfall. So you slow your fall down to the ground. Yeah, 60 feet per round until the spell ends. Oh, oh nice. Oh, you'll definitely make that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's 1d6 damage for every 10 feet. Uh, so you, you cast Featherfall on yourself. Yes, and, and um, um, Ghoul's still in the tote bag around my neck. Yeah. Thunden just looks up and just sees you trip and fall and then just so gently glide down and she runs and in her instinct was as soon as she saw you falling, she ran to catch you and you sort of land in a kind of like wedding <laughs> carry in her hands very gently. She's like, oh, you're, you're you fell so gracefully. You you seem, you seem to be totally fine. I I I, I guess I didn't need to, to catch you. I guess I've been falling from the moment that I met you. <laughs> God, he is quite smooth. He knows his words. I like <laughs> him. He's yeah. good with his words. Yeah. I'd just be like, oh, I want to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, it's. Uh, I, I guess I, I've been falling uh, as well, except uh, I did not literally fall, but metaphorically been falling. Guys, the bomb! Yes, oh, yes, sorry, yes, yes, yes. No, you're, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm so sorry. Yes, uh, we, we, uh, to be continued. Absolutely. Yes, and she puts you down and you run towards the reactor core. And uh, the reactor core is housed in like a kind of almost like a little blast chamber in a tiny little room. Mm-hmm. And she opens the door to it and you're just like engulfed by this sort of like screaming souls and pollution and it is fucking horrible in there. And she just says, meanwhile, something small and mischievous is happening. 
we cut back to the tours who are the guards are in the room and they are they're just they're assuming you're hiding somewhere and they're just searching frantically through the rubble right Gilbert, we need to get back into the reactor room what, how okay this okay great let's get back in um do you know how we get back to being our big selves i have no idea maybe eric can help he knows magic better than i do very good let's run over but because we're so small it's probably going to feel like hours <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we'll move quickly like little like little mice scurrying along that's true let's hope let's go for it and two tiny little naked people <laughs> so you're just running back into run the, across the room hopefully we're, small, we're, we're, we're tiny we're tiny little naked guys surely no one will notice that we're just running we're just yeah. mice. we'll just say they're not seeing you because you're too too small and i think even if they did they'd just be like surely i can't be seeing that <laughs> we run through the doors back into the reactor room and mm-hmm. i turn around and look up can i see if there's a button that would close the door somewhere yeah they'll say there's, there's a button that's like a sort of you know like regular height a button would be massive to us right yeah yeah, yeah. Henley, i'm still even i'm small still still very strong for a small person and then i put my hands out for you to step in i step into glubrick put my foot in glubrick's hand and say nice one glubrick ready to be launched captain <laughs> glubrick don't do that when we're both naked and my genitals are close to your face oh, you're yeah, kneeling your, down right now your crotch is in my face yeah. and, I, and I, say, I did actually say that to your crotch and as i well. say shazam <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And he fires okay. me into the air. You know what's really weird is as I hear you say Shazam, I look at your crotch and go, Oh, subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> and I throw you up. Great. So roll me an athletics check and Henley, roll me an acrobatics check. Oh, yeah. shit. A dick. Go on. Oh, no. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> okay. So what you... <laughs> So what you hear is you just have Shazam and then Glubrick just fires Hendley straight into the wall. Okay. But I get my acrobatics check. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Natural 20. No. Yeah. Wow, okay. That must cancel it out then. Yeah, yeah, that's just perfect. Oh, it cancels out, yeah, so nothing happens. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, no, I drink. So as he fires you into the wall, you manage to uh, manipulate the momentum and yeah. sort of Matrix-style run up the wall. <laughs> yes. And you Tiny hamster running up the wall with all that extra button. power from Glubrick. Yeah, fire up and uh, do a double forward flip in the air. Heel strike onto the button. Very good. See, I'm just going to say you do that. You hit the button. And unfortunately, though, no matter no matter how much style you have, you, the equi- you're, you're falling the equivalent of like 60 feet. Oh, yeah. You're falling far so you, you just see Henley falling yeah and I just watch it no, okay. <laughs> no no I try and catch him I'm like looking up okay roll me another athletics check and roll me another acrobatic check. Uh, 12 12 and Henley 20 not wow. natural, not not natural. Uh-huh. okay so you manage to guide yourself enough towards Glubrick like a flying squirrel yeah but um, you just you don't really catch him with enough strength you just slam straight into him it breaks your fall Henley uh, but Glubrick you take 1d6 damage bring it on that is 6 you're okay thanks Glubrick and I get up onto my tiny feet. That's that's okay. Um, maybe, maybe that could be my my position in the group. Just a, a, a like a punch bag kind of thing that people fall on. You don't have to be a punch bag, Glubrick. Maybe you shouldn't have said what I said. It's just let, 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 let's talk about it later. Yeah. And I think we walk over and we do not mention that we're naked at all. We just continue as business as usual. Or that we're tiny. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't even see you. Oh God, we're still small. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you roll me a d20 and we'll say anything over 15, you turn back to normal size. 18. Okay, yeah. So Eric, Ghoul, and Thunden, what they see is just uh, from the ground next to you, two men just pop up to full size instantly and are just completely naked. And you see it is Henley and Glubrick. Does anyone have a towel? <laughs> 
So um, we don't really have time to discuss why you two boys are naked, but uh, <laughs> I just have a question for the team. Um, who's going to stay behind? What? what? Well, we need someone to pull the pin on the grenade. It's it's a grenade. Of um, course. For someone to blow up the reactor core. I'm, I, 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 I'm sorry, I thought that was implied. And we can't throw it? Well, yes, if you could throw it through the entire reactor from outside uh, the reactor. Well, so, so someone has to go in the door and what? Has to pull the, the, the explosive and die? Because there's no time on it, but they... Oh, I see. Okay, so someone yes. has to stay behind in the reactor and, and, and wait while the rest of us escape. Yes. And then when we get out of the building, they pull the pin. That's right. And they die on their own. Well, why didn't yes. we think of this before? Well, I, I sort of did leave it out of the plan, um, but because uh, I thought you guys might not help me. Oh, you clocking that? Yes. Eric, you clocking that wow. detail? She did lie. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you the whole truth. She didn't. Oh, no, fuck that shit. Right, that's a oh, lie. We don't really have time for <laughs> no, this no, right now. No, we no, don't really fair, have time fair, for your fair. personal no, thoughts right, right now, all right, all right. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> Your personal everyone ideology will not help us here in the core. <laughs> okay, look, take a breath. There's a load of, of monsters and creatures outside that door. We know that they're going to come in here any minute now, so someone's going to have to lock themselves inside the reactor so that they can't stop them from pulling the pin. Someone's got to do it. My vote is that it should be the maybe the person who neglected to mention that someone's going to have to die. I Sorry, Thunden, but maybe. What? Uh, you think it should be me? Absolutely not, Thunden. Of course not. Of course it's not going to be you. We'd never have made it this far if it wasn't for you. This is also true. I, and look, I, I think as well, like, I'm not the only one here who's like, <laughs> if I'm, if I can be frank with you guys, you know, deserving of it. You know, you guys aren't exactly fucking angels, okay? <laughs> and also, like, don't think I didn't see you just shrank people down into four tiny people and smoosh them together like a pancake. How did you see that? I have a great vision. Oh, you have been really very aware of what's been going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, these Natural guys know storyteller. It. But you know what? You know what? This is, I have to say. This is my mission, and you guys have helped me get this far, and look, we're all in hell, so we're all at least a bit shit, okay? And let's not argue over who is the worst, but Henley, you have a point. I didn't tell you guys the whole truth, and for that, I am sorry. I, I, I should be the one to go inside, and once I am inside the chamber, and I lock the door, I will survive for as long as I can, because the darkness in there will eventually consume me. I put my hand on Thunden's shoulder, and I say... No, Thunden. No darkness will be consuming you today. We would be dead on the floor of a marketplace if it were not for you. No, Thunden. I see now that the way is clear, and I know what it is that I must do. I take the grenade and I walk through the doors. Oh, bastard. Oh! <laughs> That's my own back for the last ten episodes. Fair enough, fair enough. And are you closing the door yeah. behind you? I'm closing the door and I'm just standing with the grenade and I'm looking through the glass at the others, oh. coughing and spluttering, I assume, because it's horrible. Yeah, so the idea is is that inside the, the kind of chamber where the core is, it's, it's emanating kind of pure darkness and it, it just means that, you know, you will eventually succumb to it and it will it will kill you oh, sure. so okay. Henley runs to the glass and starts beating his hands against the glass saying Glubrick Glubrick I, I, I didn't mean it you don't have to do this no you're right Henley I've been scared of, of what could possibly happen to me the, the things I do to myself when I get into this rage but you're right I, I don't need to be frightened of it I, I need to control it and this is me taking control because the only choice I have is is my life and I'm going to show you all that I'm part of this team and I will die for this team and I'm going to be the Shazam. No, Glubrick, you don't have to be the Shazam. I'm sorry to interrupt, guys, but the longer he stays in there, the more chance he has of dying. Oh. We need to move now. Glubrick, she... Say your goodbyes, let's run. She's not even a player character. <laughs> <laughs> Look, go. Don't worry. I'll be with you soon with some nice horns. So, Chris, uh, before we all escape the reactor, roll me a d20. Ten. 
Okay, Glubrick will survive for 10 minutes. 10 real-time minutes inside the reactor core. Oof. The rest of the Happy Boys have 10 minutes to escape. Thank you for listening to Hell or High Rollers. That was episode 11. I am Dave Hearn, your GM. Eric Sanguinius was played by Adam Megiddo. Ellie Morris as Ghoul, Henry Shields as Henley Whispers, and Chris Leesk as Glubrick Bumbledung. If you're enjoying this podcast, then head on over to our Patreon page where you can find a whole host of extra goodies, including a side campaign run by Henry Shields, DM notes on each episode, as well as our recently released trial episode that saw us cramming ourselves into a shipping container in the middle of summer with no air conditioning. It's a one-shot spread over two episodes, and I am extremely excited to share them with you. You can also join our Patreon-only Discord, where you can meet legends like Rachel McEntgart, Nate Ellum, Emma O'Connell, Tarquin Pifflepost, Yez Gagne, Will Holston, John Parkinson, Laura Jones, Delaney Brown, and Lara Wilson. The theme song is by Max Runham, editing and production by myself and the wonderful Gareth Tempest. Thank you for listening, and good night! I belong Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.